0: This is another edition of the Bite Size Marketing Session by the Rebel Growth Podcast with another actionable tip. Welcome to the Rebel Growth Podcast. I am Borja Bezzo, and every week I bring you step-by-step growth, and only marketing strategies that you can actually implement in your business to see some results. It's my pleasure to have you here, and let's start with another episode now. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Bite Size Marketing Sessions. Today's guest is Nicole Cruz from Likeable Local. Today's contest will be at RobertGrowth.com forward slash Nicole, where you will have a chance to win a one-on-one consultation call with me. Now, without any further ado, let's jump right into today's interview with Nicole. So, Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. So, Nicole... um, Tell me a little about how how it is it, what's your role in Likeable Social, and what Likeable Social is all about, and what is it that you do there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh, my name is Nicole Cruz, and I'm the VP of Marketing and Partnerships at Likeable Local, Um, and Likeable Local is a company that, um, we have this software called Likeable Hub, and it's a platform and mobile app that helps small businesses and entrepreneurs and startups Um, be more effective on social media, um, and be able to, you know, better reach their goals in a more efficient manner with content, with advertising. Um, So at Likeable, I'm really responsible for managing sort of all of our um, our marketing efforts in terms of driving qualified leads for our sales team, acquiring users for our free app, Likeable Hub. Um, You know, establishing partnerships with companies um, that, you know, work in a similar demographic and would be um, a great way to help us scale and to drive awareness. Um, And, of course, establishing Lake Local as a thought leader in the social media marketing space for small businesses um, through great content, through blogging, through our newsletters, our website, um, all of that good stuff sort of falls under my umbrella.
0: That's wonderful. Seems you're doing a lot of things.
1: Definitely a lot of stuff. Yeah. Keeps me busy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, we were we were chatting earlier uh, about how you're using Facebook for one very interesting strategy that caught my my ear sort of, you know, so to speak. Um, Tell me a little about that, how you're using Facebook to target uh, your competitors and, and, and all that.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, when I think about our lead acquisition strategies, which is something that's really important to me and to my team, um, I think about all the different channels that we can get leads from, get qualified sales leads and qualified users for our app. And one of the biggest and most important ones is Facebook. Um, We've seen a ton of success in driving leads from Facebook and driving app users from Facebook. um, and then when you think about Facebook advertising, um, the targeting um, what audience you're targeting is one of the most important factors. There are other factors, but um, if you're not reaching the right audience, you have very little chance of being successful. And so something that we've found in terms of targeting that has been really effective um, has been a smart sort of targeting of our customer, of our competitors rather sorry our competitors. <laughs> so um, so we think about, you know, what other, what other um, social media tools or apps, um, you know, might attract a similar audience to us. And there are definitely ways that, you know, we feel like Vohab well, might have a competitive advantage over those. And so we want to target, we want to find and target um, our competitors and, and their audience on Facebook and, you know, tell them and communicate to them how they might want to give our app a try, how maybe how they might want to engage with our content, um, because we know they're interested in social media marketing tools and learning about social media marketing, and we want to give them a chance to see how our content, how our app um, might be superior or might be a better fit for them than what they're already using.
0: So what you're doing is you're trying to get your competitors on board, or you're trying to get your the followers of your competitors on board we're
1: trying to get the followers of our competitors on board um with our with our advertising
0: okay and and, w- and when you're, you're targeting these followers are you sort of using like your your um your you know competitive advantage you order to to in order to drive their attention or something
1: yeah absolutely so for example um something that you know, two, two apps that have a lot of market share, sort of in our space at Likeable Local, um, that we definitely um, have some differences to and, and, and some reasons that someone might want to choose Likeable Hub over them um, are Buffer and Hootsuite. Those are both great tools, but um, our tool, you know, has, has some additional features that might be a better fit for some of those folks. So, um, what we've done is we've actually created like a saved target group um, in, in Facebook audiences, um, of, you know, a mishmash of different, of different social media apps, including, um, Buffer and Twitter as an interest type, um, and are targeting, you know, and actually targeting, uh, people who have, who are following Buffer and Twitter, um, and liking their page and interacting with, um, you know, with, with keywords around them on Facebook, um, and and because they have engaged with those pages, we know. But we know by default that they're interested in social media marketing softwares, um, and that seemed to be a really qualified audience for us um, with a pretty low cost per conversion.
0: Oh, that sounds really powerful. Um, it definitely works for me as well. In you know, in in a sort of way, uh, similar to how you do it. So, how does uh, these ads look for you?
1: So yeah, usually with with our. With our apps, we're always, you know, driving to um, a landing page. We do mostly um, website conversion ads. Um, we also do app download ads. Um, recently, for our for our mobile app, um, but a lot of times um, we'll we'll have a strong call to action. Um, not necessarily directly directly comparing their app to ours or their product to ours, um, but insinuating that there could be a better way. You know, your social media could be more simplified. Um, your social media efforts could be more easy and effective. Or, you know, finally a tool that lets you do everything in one. Um, you know, sort of uh, tapping at maybe their pain, pain point that they've been looking for more out of a tool or, they, or it's time that they switched it up. Um, that's sort of when we're driving people to convert um, on um, on becoming a user. When we're driving people to convert on our content, um, it's a little bit you know it's a little bit simpler since we know um, we're driving them to like a free ebook or to a webinar or something like that. Um, usually, the copy sort of um, is based around. Um, the fact that we already know we're, they're interested in social media marketing because they've engaged with um, these other social media marketing um, companies um, and we're giving a call to action sort of about how this specific piece of content can take them to the next level um, and can help them optimize further.
0: And what type of, how does your images, what type of images do you use for, for these ads?
1: Yeah, so we recently kind of revamped the way that we're uh, doing images. Of course, Facebook has, um, has a bit of a roadblock in terms of the 20% text rule. If, um, if you guys aren't familiar with that, yeah. um, you're not allowed to have more than 20% text in the image. Um, but we do, we do try to use as much, um, as much text overlay as possible, you know, still abiding by that rule. Something that we found is not effective at all is using like a stock image of any sort. We always use images that sort of look real, um, and and what we found is that the more literal, the better. So if you're promoting an ebook, you should have an image that represents an ebook. Maybe it's sort of getting literal and um, and having the, the the you know the image look like a book itself, and on top of the picture of the book. Um, it says free social media ebook or free twi- free ebook on Twitter strategies. Um, so we found that the more literal the better. If you can capture someone's attention in just two seconds and they can look at it and say, "Oh, this is promoting an ebook." Um, sometimes we've used an imagery of, like, say for example, um, an ebook on an iPad, um, making it a little bit more digital. Um, but we're trying. To, we're definitely definitely try to keep it um, literal in terms of what they're getting. Um, a lot of contrast in the colors. Um, Our company color is orange. We use a lot of orange in our imagery, but we try to contrast them, not sort of keeping things too dim. Um, And then when we're driving people to our, um, to download our platform or start using our app, Likeable Hub, we're also literal there. We have imagery of like, you know, literally a computer screen um, with, with our platform on it, um, sort of like displayed in a nice way on a cool desk with, you know, nice light coming from the back and a simple text overlay. Um, so, so the imagery we found to be successful really represents like what we're driving them to. Um, we're not trying to be too, too witty. You know, we're not, we're not trying to, you know, display just, just these super smiling, happy faces. Um, we want, we want it to be representative of what they're going to click through to.
0: Yeah, and where are you sending visitors, or uh, yeah, visitors to?
1: We're sending visitors to um, in, in the in the in the case of our content, we're sending visitors to a landing page um, that, that is gated, right? So it to be a place where they can give us their email or their name or whatnot and receive the ebook or register for the webinar or that sort of a thing. Um, always has a compelling title and an image there, um, but it's simple enough for you not to have to scroll too much. We want, we want the action that you're supposed to be taking to really be above the fold. Um, and then we also, uh, when we're driving people to use our app, um, we are driving people to the landing page where you can, we can sign up for it. Um, which which also has simple, clear above the fold calls to action, um, and in the case of the app down app downloads, we're driving you to you know the the Apple um, store or uh, the Google Play store.
0: So you, you, in that case, you're driving people straight to the app store.
1: Yeah. So Facebook has some really awesome. Um, not not super recent, but fairly new-ish um, types of ads where you can actually go straight from the Facebook newsfeed to app install. Um, they're called app install ads. So in that case, you click and, and you're actually um, able to download the app um, right there.
0: So do you target like mobile devices in those type of ads specifically?
1: exactly yeah so you can you can um you can target mobile iphone users mobile android users um yeah you're you're doing that you're adding that sort of layering specifically
0: and do you exclude desktop users for those ads specifically
1: so facebook is very very smart and it won't serve a mobile a mobile app install ad when someone is on a device is, is on a desktop yeah, it'll sense. only serve it to them when they are on their mobile phone
0: yeah that makes sense complete sense because otherwise you probably would would be a waste of money totally waste of clicks because people on a desktop are very unlikely to op, you know open up their phone and search for the app that it, they just found you know it's no it's, yeah it's just a when complete pe- mess
1: <laughs> when people are on the desktop we're, we're sending them to sign up for legable hub you know on the desktop and when people are on their mobile phone um we're you know we're sending them to sign up um through mobile app install ads and, you know, there's, there's so much fun A-B testing you can do with this and, and figure out what's converting better. And, you know, and really the proof is in the pudding. Um, but, you know, Facebook developed these mobile app install ads for a reason. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and they're, you know, really low friction. If you can go straight from seeing something in your newsfeed to having it on, you know, on your phone right there in, in just a minute, you know, that, that's the, kind of the lowest friction possible.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned earlier how you're using Twitter to target people the same way.
1: Yeah, definitely. Twitter targeting has come a long way, um, and and you can do some really fun things on Twitter that you can't necessarily do on Facebook. Um, for example, you can target people who follow like certain individuals, um, kind of like tastemakers in your space. For example, um, you know, so so we know that um, our CEO Dave Kirpin, he's you know he's definitely a thought leader in the social space and. And you know, he a, a lot of people actually um, find out about us and become customers um, sort of through through his channels. So we can actually target his followers on Twitter. Um, you know, that that's an excellent channel for us. Other social media, um, you know, sort of social media thought leaders we can target. Um, so on Twitter, we're able to get um, to take the same idea of targeting competitors, almost right. So com- com- companies that are um, that are in our same space. We can target companies in our same space on Twitter but we can also target um, influential individuals who are in our space on Twitter um, and kind of adding that layer in there um, allows us you know to, to have an even bigger reach
0: yeah that's I mean yeah for some reason Twitter works in a different way when it comes to targeting but but it's good to have those two platforms you know and, and the different features that you can use in either one of them to target people.
1: Yeah, and we have recently started to see some great success with Twitter card ads, um, which allows someone to actually give their email like right when they see the ad versus having to click through to somewhere. Yeah. Um, and we've been able to integrate that with our marketing automation software. Um, that, that's been very seamless as well. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for sort of just like just to get an email address, um, that can be a good solution. If you're looking to gather like someone's phone number and their industry and all of this stuff, Um, then then you might need to um, then you might want to send them to a landing page with a more detailed form but um, so far the Twitter cards have been really beneficial
0: well that's fantastic Um, well Nicole uh, thank you so much for everything so far Uh, where can people go and find out more about you
1: so, if you want to just you know check out what Likeable Local is all about, you can just go to likeablelocal.com. Um, it's L-I-K-E-A-B-L-E. <laughs> and um, if you if you want to check out our um, our new platform and social media marketing app, Likeable Hub, um, just hop over to likeablehub.com, um, and you can sign up for a free thirty-day trial and start using the app and and the web platform. Um, and um, definitely would love to hear everyone's thoughts on it. If it makes their lives easier on social media, if you love the content ideas, um, all about you know, all about gaining um, user feedback and whatnot. So um, would love to would love to hear from anyone who um, goes out there and downloads Likeable Hub and, and check it out.
0: Yeah, and I'll make sure to include those uh, on the show notes so so people can find the links right to to the app. Uh, once again, Nicole, thank you so much for coming over, uh, and I hope to have you again in the future.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: You too. All right, thank you so much for listening to another episode. These and all of the episodes are at rebelgrowth.com and I'll see you next time for another Valley Pack interview. Until then, keep on growing.